0: Lift up the trumpet and loud let it ring Jesus is coming again Cheer up your pilgrims, be joyful and sing
1: Jesus is coming again This is the voice of prophecy A voice crying in the wilderness of these modern days Prepare ye the way of the Lord
0: Coming again, coming again Jesus is coming
1: again From our Voice of Prophecy studios in Los Angeles, California We welcome you to this half hour of inspiration Again today you'll hear the music of the King's Herald Del Delker and Brad Braley The Voice of Prophecy speaker is H.M.S. Richards
0: So precious So very dear to me He loves me with such tender love He loves so faithfully I could not live apart from him I love to feel him nigh And so we dwell together I tell him all my joys I tell him all that pleases me I tell him what annoys He tells me what I ought to do He tells me how to try And so we talk together
2: Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy mercies and Thy blessings. Guide us in the study of Thy Word. Give us a message for the hearts of the people. We pray that Thy holy angels will guard us and lead us. Bless every hearer today in Jesus' name.
0: There is a place of quiet. sin cannot molest, near to the heart of God.
2: O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God, hold us who bow before Thee. to the heart of God.
1: Our first tenor, Bob Edwards, and the baritone, Wayne Hooper, join forces now to bring us the beautiful chorus written by Johannes Brahms. How lovely is thy dwelling place. Here now is HMS Richards, the voice of prophecy speaker, whose topic is celestial visitors.
2: What about celestial visitors? Emigrants from space. You may be surprised that the scripture speaks of such beings, heavenly intelligences, real messengers of space, interested in this world. This word messenger is used repeatedly in scripture. In the Greek, it's angelos, or angel. These visitors, or angels, have a large place in the Word of God. The Bible's a book of angels from beginning to end. Now, for a few definite facts about them. According to Scripture, these travelers of space are not the spirits of dead men, for they existed before man was created. In Job 38, 4, we read the question which no man could answer, a question from the Lord. Where was thou when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Did not these celestial beings stand guard at the very gates of the Garden of Eden when the first man and first woman were driven forth? That's what we read in Genesis 3.24. These intelligences are real created beings. We read Hebrews 2.6. What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thousands of people a day are just beginning to learn about these heavenly visitants, these messengers of space. After 6,000 years of life and development, as I.H. Evans remarks in his book, Ministry of Angels, man is just as ignorant today of the nature of these heavenly beings, aside from what he reads in the scripture, as when his existence began These visitants from space were created before the world was made. They were present at its creation. As intimated in that first verse we quoted from Job. One of the most beautiful of these beings, whose name Daystar or Shining One, was suggestive of his presence, is described by the prophet Ezekiel. Thou sealest up to some, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou wast created. Ezekiel 28.12 Angels are created beings, created by God in his own wisdom. Of them, as of all things, it is said that God created them. He spake, and it was. Psalm 33.9 Their beauty and talents are far beyond our understanding. They are of a higher order than man man will someday be equal to them, as Jesus said, reading Luke 20:34. Neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the angels, and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Men will not become angels, but they will be equal to them, in that they are no longer subject to death. The angels were never mourners here below. They have never tasted death. At some time in the vast eternities of the past, they were created by God, who gave them a probationary life. Some proved true and loyal to the throne of God, and these, escaping from the penalty of transgression, he crowned with the priceless gift of immortality. That some did fall from their high estate is clearly taught in Scripture, but of these we do not speak today We live in a universe of wonder. We are surrounded by millions of mysteries. We are amazed at the infinitely little. We are told that billions of electrons exist in the point of a pencil, that above us in the starry heights are billions and billions of other shining worlds. But the Scripture brings another mystery of billions. We read in Hebrews 12, 22, But ye are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. So these shining heralds of light and beauty are without number as far as we're concerned. They are beyond our power of computation, or at least our knowledge. They are the messengers of God's immeasurable universe. The apostle John, speaking of the angels, said, "'I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne,' And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, Revelation 5:11. 10,000 times 10,000 is a 100 million. This is just one part of the shining host. When the Queen of Sheba in ancient times came to the court of King Solomon and saw the splendor and magnificence of his throne, the glorious temple he had built, the apparel of his servants and his worship of God, she said, there was no more spirit in her. In wonder and admiration, she cried out, Behold, the half was not told me. First Kings 10, 5 and 7. And so we exclaim the same today as we look out upon the magnificence of God's universe. We see more and more of his creation, not only of things, but of beings. These beings are not only the messengers of God, they are the unseen companions of man. That's what Jesus said. His word is clear. We read it here in Matthew 18:10. Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones, for I say unto you, that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. Think of it, messengers of space, comrades of our earth, looking into the face of God and then looking into our faces with all our tears and woes. Heaven and earth are not so far apart after all. Is it not said of these shining ones that they ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning? Ezekiel 1:14. This is twice the speed of light, which is 186,600 miles a second. They come and go. They appear before God, they return again to their cares on earth. No wonder Jacob saw a ladder from earth to heaven with the angels of God ascending and descending upon it. No barred door can keep them from their duty. No prison walls can shut out God's friend from his angel companion, from the holy messenger of space, the celestial intelligence which has gazed upon the face of God. It was the strong conviction of the early Christians that every believer has a guardian angel. When the apostle Peter was loosed from prison and unexpectedly came to the door where the church was praying at midnight for his deliverance, a young girl by the name of Rose came to listen. And when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, we read, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. And they said, you're mad. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then said they, it is his angel. Acts 12, 14. You see, it was too good to be true. It couldn't be Peter. It must be his guardian angel. They thought the Bible is just full of angel ministry story after story, binding earth to heaven, space visitors, keeping our little fallen world in touch with the kingdom of the stars. Angels appeared to a forsaken maiden by the hidden well in the desert, under the oaks of Mamre, and in Lot's palatial home, to save that backslidden believer from a fiery death. They appeared in the Mount of the Law to Moses of old, on Mount Moriah, an angel held back the hand of Abraham from the slaughter of his son, On the banks of the Jabbok, an angel wrestled with Jacob. In the desert at Horeb, an angel appeared to Moses in the burning bush. An angel blocked the path of the mad prophet Balaam. An angel appeared under the oaks of Ophrah, in the fields of Zorah, and at Ornan's threshing floor. Under a juniper tree, an angel ministered to Elijah. On the Assyrian battlefield, angels brought victory for the right. In the fiery furnace sustained God's servants... In Babylon's royal cave, an angel shut the mouths of lions. In the temple, Zacharias heard words from the voice of an angel. In the Judean hills, angels appeared to do their office work, and at Bethesda's pool in the holy city. It was an angel of God who rolled away the stone in the garden of the resurrection and promised the return of Jesus to eleven men on the Mount of Olives that Thursday afternoon. An angel broke the bands of Peter in the prison. An angel spoke comfort to the apostle Paul in the plunging ship in the midst of the Mediterranean storm. The last angel hosts will come with Jesus in glory and power to gather together his elect from one end of heaven to the other. Matthew 24:31. Yes, we could talk of angels, these messengers of space these intelligences from heaven. We could speak of them for hours and not exhaust the subject from the plain records of Holy Scripture. These mighty beings, these unseen beings who can appear and disappear at will, who excel in strength, who do co- God's commandments, hearkening unto the voice of His Word. According to Psalm one hundred and three twenty. these angel beings are the messengers of space, celestial visitors. What teachers they will be in that land of eternal wisdom. What knowledge they will share with us who find a home there by the shining river of life. How wonderful it will be to meet our guardian angel and have him recount to us the mercies of God as we travel the path of his providence. This is such a wonderful future, such a blessed experience, and such a holy companionship that we invite you who listen into the service of Christ and of these holy angels of God.
0: Angel voices sweetly sing through the Blue Dome ringing, news of wondrous gladness bringing, Out is heaven at last. Heaven at last, heaven at last, for oh, the joyful story of heaven at the living splendor, Christ the sunlight mild and tender, praises to the Lamb we raise. Story of heaven at last, heaven at, last, heaven at last. endless, boundless glory in heaven at last.
2: And now we say, Have faith in God for victory over wrong. Have faith in God who guides all our path along. Have faith in God to hear then the angel's song. Have faith, dear friend, in God. We trust this broadcast has brought blessing to you and that you will listen in again next week for another broadcast brought to you by the Voice of Prophecy. To one and all we say, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace.